Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Westside Jeff in for Chris Kroc here on News Talk 820 WBAP. Chris is back next week for those of you that shot me messages. No, he's not gone. He's not left. He's just taking vacation. The man needs some time off. When you're a superstar like Chris Kroc, you need time off, and he gets it off. I get a chance to sit here and fill in in uh, his absence. I'll be with you tonight, tomorrow, and Friday, and Chris is back next week. Joining me is a buddy of mine who's in town that I worked with in radio before and say, hey, Vince, come on down. Look, the radio radio station let's uh let's go have some fun talk uh talk radio he said i'm uh, i'm up for that jeffrey uh my buddy vince tornado he's also from up in the state of ohio but he's down here with us right now for the holidays so vince tornado joining us it's uh, it's great to be here man it's great to be back on the air and uh, enjoying some time down here and uh and and, and, and being with you it's uh, it's always a delight to fill in with fill in for mr croc shall you, we say you never thought when you uh came down here to uh to texas that uh uh, I put you to work, did you? You're like, no, I, to be honest, wait, wait, you're like, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, I Jeffrey. want to see you. And I'm like, you want to see me come to the radio station? It's like that. Up. It's like that Dave Chappelle meme where he's got the giant like Coke, like on his upper lip. And it's like, hey, you got any, got any of those air shifts, man? Can I, can I, can I come on the air? <laughs> I, I came down here to do radio and also for Bucky's. Let's there. just, I'm just in the beaver nuggets at, at, at Bucky's. That's, well, that's I, why I came here. I talked about Bucky's last week. I've never been. We'll talk about that a little bit later in the show, but let's lead with this. I always talk about your top story and that's, what's in the news the top by the way garrett is uh, running the board garrett and 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 vince and i just uh, spent some time together so garrett thank you for being a partner on this when you uh pick up the phone and call you'll talk to garrett also in the newsroom is my buddy mickey Rick. do we know if he's single yet i mean if we we could yeah, we could connect single. we can we could play a dating game for garrett if find we him a date he, he is single okay <laughs> so maybe we can work that out later you know we're like we're really dead for topics if we're trying to <laughs> the try, dating game with garrett we're trying to connect the board up yeah. <laughs> you know that that's He's a producer yeah the producer i'm sorry yes i sorry i just just uh, totally uh, uh cut him at the knees there you, you did Vince. okay so the this, top story i'm sorry he'll cut your mic off so i'm sure he so will get ready for that all uh, right in the newsroom is my buddy mickey briggs mickey and i talked about some of the stories coming up uh, tonight's news we'll keep you updated on that he's got some news on those and your top story that broke just a couple hours ago is top biden administration officials huddled with mexico's president and in urgent talks today to, in an effort to slow record pace of illegal crossings at the U.S. southern border, just as congressional negotiators race to reach a deal to tighten America's immigration law. Now, this is about concern as as it mounts for Democrats as illegals crossing into the U.S. border and it continues to climb new heights. I, I happen to play golf over the summertime with a guy that works uh, in Homeland Security. And we were talking about this. He lived in Puerto Rico. And unfortunately for him, Bill, his wife was diagnosed with a rare form of cancer. And he wanted to move here to be closer to a a world-class medical center and cancer research center. And so that's why he's here. 
He could live anywhere, but he chose here yeah. because of that. And yeah. we were talking about border crossings, and, and boy, did I touch a nerve because he he just went off and said, border's not a problem. There's other problems. And I'm like, oh, I touched a nerve. And from there on out, his golf game went to all get out. It just it was horrible. But the fact is, we know that border's an issue. It's a national security issue to me, and it's a national security issue to you, and we need to fix it. It needs to get fixed. My opinion on what uh, the board, the Biden administration did today, joining him, by the way, in Mexico was Secretary of State Anthony Blinken. He met this afternoon with the Mexican president and the Mexican president's cabinet members. He was joined by Homeland Security uh, Secretary Alejandro Mayor, May- Mayorkas. Just say uh, M. Yeah. Just say M. Yeah. Andy M. Yeah. Just short and make it easy here. A guy that we're gringos. I don't know how to say yeah, these names. A guy that doesn't know what he's doing and doesn't care what he's doing. Also, Liz Sherwood uh, Randall, the White House Homeland Security Advisor, as well as other aides. My opinion on this is pretty simple. Uh, it's coming. It's the area between Christmas and New Year's. Congress is about ready to go back to Washington in a week. The legislators are going to be there. It's an election year, and the Democrat polling shows that they're going to lose. They lose on border issues, and if they start addressing it now they can come out and biden can say we're addressing it we're addressing it and spin it he's got the media he's got the media on his side it's a pr war that's all this is yeah i I think i think the thing that bothers me is you know anytime you read an article you see something in the news i think you have to read anything in media with a great deal of skepticism because so much of the media is owned by large corporate conglomerates and these corporate conglomerates have to turn a profit so they have to frame things in such a way that causes you to click on it, to want to read it, to want to engage with that content. So if you click on these things, you read these things, you do these things, people are going to feed you these things more and more and more. So number one, you know, things will be framed and and said in such a way that fit a certain type of narrative that they know that can feed and, and take care of their bottom line. So with all that being said, yes, absolutely, the border is an issue. But anytime I see stories and I see things, I'm wondering what What's the missing context and what am I being emotionally manipulated to feel? Spot on. That's that's what I think about. And I think the other thing, too, when it comes to the border, at the end of the day, uh, first and foremost, I was listening to Top of the Hour with uh, with 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 Mickey, and he said something. Play this clip of this guy saying, "We've got a lot of guys coming across." The, I can't paraphrase. Maybe I'll play it again later. But basically, it was it was a quote of some law enforcement official saying that there have been a lot of single men coming across the border. Um, that's concerning. Yes, absolutely, hundred hundred percent, hundred percent. It it is it is it is a concerning thing but i think when i hear stories like this um so so yeah stick care of the border but i think when i hear stories like this it 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 really kind of bothers me because it's like um, what what's 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 the truth what's 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 really happening here because this is such a hot button emotional thing what's the actual facts because again like i said you've got those giant corporate conglomerates and you do have such an emotionally politically charged thing like you said as well I still think the best thing is when Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis over in Florida ship migrants to other areas of the country by making every community a border community, because that's the part the Democrats didn't think was coming. And that is when they think, let's just put them in Texas, especially South Texas. Let's put them in California and Arizona, those areas there. Let's flood those states. Well, just so happens this state is hardcore Republican, 60-40. Well, you put more of those in there, you're diverting 
the vote and you're, you're adding more Democratic votes there. What they're doing is cleansing the voting segment. And to your point, Vince, you just never know what the truth is. I really think, and you know this, the media is on the side of the Democratic Party and yes, all anti-everything right and Trump. Well, I think that the thing that bothers me is the most sensible issue, building a wall, that just kind of makes sense. You got to, I mean, it's not, I say this so many different times, and we said this, you know, together last time I was on the show with you, um, is the most sensible thing is like, you, you've, You've built a, a, a front door to your house. You've, you've got locks on your door. Then why don't we have a front door to the to the to the country that's 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 locked? And I think the thing is, is if we are telling people to come to the U.S. and you'll get freedom, you'll be admitted, you'll get all these other things. We are inviting people, women and children, to take a very dangerous trip to our southern border and even our northern border too we can't forget about that as well but the southern border thing when you have all these goodies that were enticing people to come we're telling these women and children hey hey risk your life risk your children's life risk damaging them for a long period of time come up no discourage it and 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 save these women and children exactly there's a lot of trafficking going on down there sure i'm I'm too as well again one, one last thing too if i may I think the thing that we have to remember, too, is that some of these people are genuinely some some, some of them are decent people, but there's yeah. a lot of bad people, too. Absolutely. So it's a very complicated thing. Absolutely. That's Vince Tornado. I'm Westside Jeff sitting in for Chris Croc. You want to weigh in on this or anything else? 800-288-9227-800-288-WBAP. 800 remember, our producer is single, by the way, ladies. <laughs> The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. That's Garrett. If you call in, that'll be... The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. who you'll talk to um coming up uh in just uh four minutes i want to talk about an item that i saw a story that was bought at a store for 3.99 that sold for at auction a hundred a hundred and seven thousand dollars yeah this is nuts it's a nuts story we'll talk about that coming up in four minutes i'm that's vince tornado i'm west side jeff and for chris crock and news talk 820 wbap west side jeff is my name that's vince tornado sitting in for Chris Croc. You can uh, connect with me, shoot a message my way, instant message across social media at Westside Jeff on Facebook or Twitter. Uh, X now, it's called, formerly known as Twitter. That's stupid. I'm I, sorry. You know, I, I have a difficult time calling it, it X. So, it sounds yeah. like, like a porno site. You yeah, know, like, point. hey, babe, I was streaming on X. What are you doing on X? Like, you know, it just, <laughs> no. Like, yeah. it just, at least it there's just, one X and not three. And, and if, if Twitter has tweets, what does X have? 
uh, I, I don't know. Yeah, what let's would you just, let's come gonna, up with a name for it. What would we call it? I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm at a loss. If you got a t- if you got a tip for us on that, uh, maybe you can name it. We can get to Elon. Maybe we'll get Elon on the air and say, Elon, we got a tip for you. He he lives here in Texas somewhere. Yeah, I, I think in Austin. Or is my, yeah, my uh, my two year old uh, says Texas. Texas. He says Texas. Texas. Not Texas, but Texas. 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 Nice. I'm Westside Jeff. That's Vince Tornado. And um, we are uh, filling in for Chris Crock tonight. If you want to weigh in, 800-288-9227. My mom died in 1994. Vince, you know this because you've met my my parents. Been buds for a while. Long time. And uh, when she died, her and I owned a condo together and our cousin lived in it. And my mom's wishes were that my cousin could continue you living in it without uh, paying for anything. Okay, so the cousin lives in, my, in your mother's old condo. Did got it. yes, did, did until okay. she died. Okay, got it. And when uh, as long as she covered the expenses. Well, when she died, Sue is my cousin. When she died, I had to go through and clean out my mom's condo. Well, it was a time where I just didn't have time to go through all the stuff. Yeah, sure, packed everything up, took it, put it in boxes, took it to my house, put it in my basement, and finally uh, this year, uh, about in the last month or so, with my passing of my mother-in-law, my wife said it's time to go through that stuff and get rid of it. And I'm like, okay, the wife has spoken. It's time. It's happening, baby. So over Thanksgiving and Christmas, I brought, took the boxes from the basement upstairs. And as my family came over, my brother, my sister started going through the boxes. So this this is just to be clear. This is your mom's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Got it. And there's some really, really old stuff in there. Glassware and uh, um, pictures and picture frames and, and things that I, that could very well be worth a lot of money, but I'm not an antique or I wouldn't know. So the question I got to ask is, if you've got gear, if you've been down that road, if you've experienced that, how do I, as a as a 63-year-old guy who lost a mother, and I've got all her old stuff, and some of the stuff is 70, 80 years old, yeah. how do I identify stuff that's worth money and not? And my wife's mom died and my wife's mom collected coins and dollar bills and stuff she's got now we're talking yeah she's got she's got uh currency from 40 and 50 years ago the question is how do you identify if it's worth anything or not see i i think that a lot of people not to burst your bubble here you but can I burst think, it. It's okay. been, listen, it's nothing my wife hasn't already done. Yeah. Come on. How many years have you been married? Yeah, long. Um, so, <laughs> no, you're right. sorry, honey. No, you're um, right. So, how many, how, how many times like do we look in our houses and we think, ah, oh, this is probably worth something? Like, I've had so many people contact me and be like, hey, I've got, you know, insert X number of vinyl records here. They're probably not worth a whole lot. Like, how many copies of, like, The Best of Bread, you know, does yeah. somebody, you know, it's yeah. not worth anything. This is, it's not. It's not. So, I think. Vinyl's coming back, Vince. Vinyl's back, bro. Vinyl's back on hundred. You're just a bought, vinyl guy, dude. I went to the uh, to the record store uh, back home in, uh, in in Columbus, and I uh, picked up the uh, Rolling Stones record Hackney Diamonds, really? which, by the way, is fantastic. Not to get too far off the the track here, but people have. What'd you old, pay for it? Uh, like twenty five bucks for a for a record for a vinyl record. Yes. Wow. Vince, went, we went get off the air and go back to my house and go through my vinyl record collection. I got. Peaches crates and all kinds of crates. Peaches, you right. can tell me if there's anything in there you want. No, that's nice. That's excellent. I, I appreciate that. Um, but I, I think that uh, people have a lot of stuff they think is valuable, like like it, it, in terms of like your sentimental value of you owning it, thinking it over time that this has got some worth. 
And it really doesn't. So I think that, like, you know, there's rare finds of stuff that's actually worth something. I saw a story about a lady that uh, Jessica Vincent made her way in, in, this is in June, through a busy Goodwill thrift store in uh, Virginia. And she was passing all the gear, the VCRs, the lamps, glassware, commonly sold at big box retailers. Nothing really caught her eye. And then she saw an, a, a, a interesting looking glass vase. So after doing a lap around the store, she returned to the bottle-shaped vase. And with, she realized it was a bong. It was a used bong. It, it kind of looked like it. It kind of looks like it. It was it, it was a red and green swirl-type vase. And she noticed a small... Can I just it, say real quick, like, like you know, a woman would describe this vase in, like, some other way. Like, as guys were like, it's uh, red and swirl. It's just a vase. It's just a vase. You put... Yeah, okay, there it is. Okay, no, okay, you're describing... Let me, let me describe it to the... So to this, the listeners. This is okay. radio. We got to give the description. Here we go. The vase looks like a... Uh, what's that vodka brand? Like an absolute vodka you're bottle? You're asking a guy that doesn't drink? Absolute? I don't, I don't drink either. I just have seen photos of this. After working with you tonight, I might start. Absolute <laughs> vodka? Is that what it is? Yes. I, 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 is that a vodka? I don't know. I, I don't know. They got that booze. There's somebody in the Metroplex right now face palming uh, right now. But no, so the bottle looks like it's got a bunch of different stripes on it. Uh, it's kind of a clear bottle. It's actually a cool looking piece. This is a black and white photo, but you can see that it took some time to put this together. And, it, and it's a neat looking piece for sure. So she uh, noticed this vase on the bottom of it had an M on the bottom, a letter M on the bottom. And she believed that stood for Murano, uh, an island off Venice in the historical home of Italian glassware. She had a feeling it might be worth something. Uh, as she said, I had a sense that it might be a, a thousand or two thousand dollar piece. She added, uh, but I had no clue how good it actually was until I did a little bit more research. So there was no price on this vase. She, forty-three-year-old woman, so she told herself, ah, "I'll pay ten bucks for it if I have to." She went up to the cashier and uh, put it up there, and it was three ninety-nine. Okay, nice. So yeah. Goodwill store, she buys a vase for three ninety-nine. When she returned home from the Goodwill thrift store in June. She joined a Facebook group for glassware identification to learn more about that vase. Some members told her it looked like it was designed by Carlo Scarpa, a renowned Italian architect, and they referred uh, her to Wright Auction House. Okay. Uh, she, she sent photos to them almost right away. Richard White of, of Wright Auction House, the president of the auction house, asked if he could call her. And he said, uh, the minute I saw the photos, I had a really good feeling, he said. So the vase, he and her started having a discussion and he said, I he want said, to I'll give you this. 20 bucks for it. He, he said, there's something to this and they worked it out so that they could yeah. auction it off. They make a commission. And, and yeah. it's amazing what they sold it for, which we'll talk about in about five minutes coming up here at the bottom of the hour news by the way I, mickey briggs my buddy mickey you gonna uh, leave me hanging like that i, I do we got to hit the bottom of the hour news oh, Mick, come on mickey can wait mickey man just walked in and kind of did give it a wrap and he and he dropped that note on your debt in front of you it said hey by the way coming up at uh, 8 30 texas has new laws inclusion laws on dei diversity equity inclusion that go into effect on january 1st here in texas he's got that story and update on that that's coming up in the news 
in about five minutes from Mickey Briggs. On the other side of that, we'll continue talking about this face. This lady walks into a Goodwill store. You've heard stories like this before. Somebody catches a fine. She pays $3.99 for it. She had a feeling about it, did some research, uh, didn't have a real value of it, worked with the uh, auctioneer on it, and decided, let's see what this is worth. I'll tell you what that is. Come on, Vinny. This better be a good newscast, Mickey. (laughs) That's Vince Tornado. Don't blow it, Mickey. That's, That's Vince Tornado on Westside. Jeff and for Chris Crock here on News Talk 820 WBAP. Are you ready for hard hitting observations? Reality remains reality no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show, on YouTube or wherever you listen. 